0: Thanks for joining me for another episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Veterans usually leave military service with GI Bill benefits that lessen the financial burden of pursuing their education. For some veterans, it's a no-brainer to jump into pursuing a degree full-time, but many others end up asking themselves whether they need a degree to enter the civilian workforce or if their military education will be sufficient. In some fields, military training is enough and translates pretty directly depending on your chosen field after the military, but for most areas of employment, figuring out how military skills apply can be a little less obvious. So if you're listening to this and asking if you should pursue a degree after leaving the military, the answer is maybe, but you'll want to be sure to consider the return on investment first. Recently I received an email from a listener. Andre Krajkin asking this exact question regarding the notion of degree now or degree later. In this podcast, I'll share more details about Andre's military career and transition and get some advice from Chris Dove, a former Navy nuke and current Orion recruiter. Chris and I will discuss the pros and cons of pursuing a degree before career, how recruiters and hiring managers view a gap on your resume and advice for a smooth transition into your career should you choose to pursue a degree first. If you have any questions about this episode or ideas for a future topic, I'd love to hear from you. Please send me an email at podcast at Hey, Chris, thanks for joining me today.
1: Hi, Megan. Good morning. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. Happy Friday.
1: Yeah, finally it's Friday.
2: I know, although this will be the beginning of the week. We always release the podcast on Monday, so everybody listening will be wishing that it's Friday. But <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> oh, well, maybe they'll listen next Friday. Who knows? But anyway, thank you again for doing this show with me today. I'm excited to talk about today's topic because we haven't really covered it yet. It's a listener topic So somebody had actually emailed and asked about this. And kind of the general idea is, degree now or degree later. So, in other words, you know, the age-old question of not being qualified for a job without having a degree, but then earning a degree and not being qualified because you lack the experience. So, we're going to discuss this in detail, and I'm looking forward to hearing your perspective. But before we get started, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background in case they haven't heard you on a show before?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I was a six-year nuke electrician's mate on a submarine, Uh, I got out of the military in 2015, I actually went to an Orion talent hiring conference in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, They flew me up there from Norfolk, went to the hiring conference, I ended up taking a position with uh, one of our clients and uh, did that for four years, uh, doing field service, uh, doing biomedical uh, equipment. And then after four years, I was looking for a new job, came back to Orion. And then, uh somehow, I ended up being a recruiter for him, so uh that's kind of that's kind of where I'm coming from and then I have a lot of opinions and background on the uh degree now or degree later as someone that uh, has been finishing his degree online.
2: yeah, that's good, so again, I'm really interested in hearing your perspective, and I think that a lot of what we'll talk about and i hate to give answers like this um just because i know that for instance the listener that wrote in i think he wanted an answer but so much of it i think in my mind is it depends so i'm I'm curious to hear your feedback but um i want to provide like a brief overview of the email just for our listeners so they kind of understand where we're coming from so the backstory story is that we received an email from our listener and He had some concerns that I think a lot of people can relate to. So maybe you've got similar concerns or maybe even a similar background. But the listener's name is Andre, and he's a Navy veteran, earned a degree in electrical engineering after separating from the military. He did have a previous degree in computer science as well. His situation is a little bit unique in that he studied abroad in Australia. But he says that since graduation, he's found it difficult to get into the job market here in the U.S. or in Australia. So he's open to both. In his email, he said that in his experience, civilian hiring managers have a hard time categorizing him because he's a veteran and a recent graduate, but he doesn't really have any experience outside of the military. And these are his words, not mine, but he also thinks that he might be seen as too old to start a new career. So even if he were going to get a job doing the same thing that he did in the military, he has a gap of several years in his resume, which isn't something that, you know, hiring managers generally see as desirable. I think we all kind of know that it kind of, you know, situational depends on why you have the gap, but just in general, that's not really something you want. So that being said, as a recruiter, do you see candidates a lot who are having trouble making this decision kind of similar to, you know, what Andre wrote to us about to either pursue a degree after transitioning out of the military or starting a career in If it is something that you see pretty frequently, what type of candidate is usually facing this decision? Because I know that Andre had a degree before. Do you typically just see this from candidates who do not have a degree?
1: Um, So honestly, uh, I was kind of in the same boat when I got off active duty. The only thing that I really thought of in my head was I can't wait to go back to college full time and use my GI bill and, you know, kind of take a break from working and, you know, be a college student again. It all it all sounds like a good thing. Um, But I ended up getting a good job offer at the hiring conference and I knew that uh, Finishing a degree no matter really what it was in uh, an entry-level position in whatever field was going to pay less than you know um, The field service engineering job that I already had so I made the decision to just continue working But I think that's a big uh, caveat to the discussion is What is your degree going to be in and how is that going to increase your earning potential either immediately Or, like, in a five to 10 year projection, right? So, a lot of times, you know, you get out of the military and the military told you what job you were going to do. They told you what, you know, what your skills were going to be, and then they taught you those skills. So, like, me going into the military, I had no background as an electrician. I had really uh, no good understanding of how electricity worked or anything like that. But the military told me that I was going to be an electrician and I was going to learn about a nuclear reactor. So, that's what I did getting out of the military that's not necessarily what people want to continue doing right so you don't get to choose what job you do in the military but you get to choose what job you do in the civilian world so it leaves everyone really at a crossroads um you know and then the gi bill paying for your school and also giving you a housing allowance while you're in school you know is is there to make it easier for you to go back to college right you served your country honorably uh for at least three years to get the gi bill and you know, a lot of people deserve uh, that break after their service to go back and you know, just be a college student. Um, so it's really, it's really going to be dependent on the situation. But I've seen uh, you know, double-degreed uh, guys getting off active duty off 20 years after 20 years, who can't find a position because you know they got a degree in military studies or leadership or some degree that doesn't really have a clear career projection and then they're left you know, without really um, any clear pictures of what they're gonna do uh, for the rest of their lives, right? So uh, like a leadership degree and having 20 years in the military, that puts you, you know, at the top of the list for a lot of managerial or supervisory roles, but which one? So like a lot of the companies that are looking for people like that, they want people with industry experience, which unless they're a military contractor or something like that, you're not gonna have industry experience. So it's really like dependent on the situation Honestly, I'm shocked that someone with an electrical engineering degree is tr- like having trouble finding work, because uh, that's one of the you know top candidates that I'm usually short on is electricians and electrical engineers. So that that one I can't really speak to. That one is kind of puzzling to me. I'm I'm not sure if maybe because he went to school in Australia, if the American companies are kind of viewing that as a downside rather than going to mm-hmm. you know an American university. Um, But, yeah, there's definitely a lot to consider in the uh, degree or no degree discussion.
2: Well, that being said, as I said, it sounded like in his email, he's open to employment for um, the U.S. or Australia. So if that's your candidate type that you're seeking a lot, maybe I'll just send him over to you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I could probably use him. We have a lot of companies, especially with uh, higher military experience plus an electrical engineering degree. Um, We have a lot of companies that are looking for somebody with that profile. So, yeah, I would I would definitely love to talk to him and see if I could uh, connect them with one of my clients. That's for sure. Um, But back to the discussion. uh, Honestly, I think it's better for someone to go ahead and start working full time and then finish a degree that falls in line with, uh, you know, moving up in that company. Right. So a lot of people will go ahead and get their MBA. They'll go back to school, finish a bachelor's. They probably had some college before the military or did some college in the military. They finish their bachelor's early and they go ahead and like go on to get an MBA. And then they're only looking for positions that, you know, require an MBA or going to utilize that MBA. But they have no industry experience. They have no previous like um, experience in that field. So really, they're they're no better at that point with the MBA than, you know, a four year 22 year old college student who has a degree in finance. Um, and that's the way like a lot of people look at it. So like for me, I know that if I finish my bachelor's degree and if I were to get an MBA here at Orion, that would open up, you know, more, uh, career pathways for me here. Whereas, you know, somebody doing that not being at a company, they don't really, they don't really know. And I think it's a lot better to already be working at the company, especially if it's a bigger company that has, you know, uh, tons of positions that you can move into, like project management. I know is a real popular one for uh, a lot of the senior enlisted people to get into. Um, and I think it's better to do that, you know, get a job based on the skills that you already have, show that you're a valuable employee to the company, show them that you're continuing your education while working. And then, you know, once you finish that degree and you have, you know, new skill set, new expertise, that's when you can move into higher level positions at your current company.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I tend to agree with you, Chris, but you know, playing devil's advocate here, if there's someone who's listening that, let's just say they're adamant about pursuing a degree as soon as they leave the military instead of beginning their career, do you think that there could be any pros to that? Um, just, I know you had said earlier that it kind of is dependent on the situation because it depends what type of degree that you're going to pursue, which is generally, I mean, I, it's funny that we got this request because I do think that it's like a you know a topic that a lot of people aren't curious about and there's of course really not a clear-cut answer but even in preparation for the podcast i was kind of googling things um, specific to veterans you know pursuing a degre- degree after leaving the military and there's really not that much online that's kind of unbiased you know you'll find articles from universities and blog posts that give all of the reasons why you should go to school after transitioning out of the military. So, of course, of course, you know, that's the type of content that they're going to put out there. But I'm just wondering from your perspective, you know, stepping back and saying, okay, if you are someone who's kind of dead set on pursuing a degree afterwards rather than a career, what could some of the pros be for that?
1: Well, one of the biggest pros would be kind of just taking that break, right? Um, I know that, you know, being a full-time college student is a job all in itself, but usually it comes with, you know, a little less time spent in the classroom uh, than, you know, a typical 40-hour work week, a little more free time, and kind of just take a breather after your military service. A lot of people, you know, they have a high operational tempo during their military service. They might be working, you know, 40, 50, 60, 80 hours a week. They might be deployed overseas for nine months at a time. And sometimes it's better to just take a step back and breathe. And the only real caveat to that is make sure you know what degree you're getting and why. So a lot of people just go for, oh, well, I have this many credits towards this degree. It'll be easy to finish. And then I can say I have a bachelor's Mm -hmm. degree. And that's not the way to go about it. You want to be able to kind of see the return on your investment there before you start pursuing that degree.
2: That's really important, especially if it was someone who was pursuing a degree before or while they're in the military. Sometimes things change. Maybe you're pursuing a degree in a field that's really not as in demand as it was when you first started. And so um, I think that's a really good recommendation from you is just to make sure that you know not only what type of degree you're going to pursue, but how is it really going to benefit you? Potentially, your interests have changed since you've been in the military or, like I said, the industry outlook has changed. So just keeping up with things like that would be helpful. Absolutely. Now, what about some of the cons? I'm just thinking back to the email that Andres sent in terms of, you know, lost time, you have less experience potentially than your counterparts that went straight into the career force. But is there anything else that you want to add to that?
1: Yeah. So that that employment gap is real. Um, If you're not getting, uh, you know, a degree that's in line with your uh, future career um, or I'm sorry, your past experiences. So, like, let's say for me, like um, as an electrician coming out of the military, if I go and I get a degree in marketing or human resources or something like that. I have to know before I go get that degree that when I graduate, you know, I'm only, you know, as experienced as anyone else who's graduating at that point, because my past experiences as an electrician, it doesn't apply to human resources or marketing. So I have to accept the fact that I'm going to be, um, you know, going after an entry level position. And a lot of times those entry level positions, right, that's enough money for, you know, a freshly graduated college student who has, you know, but, when you're in the military, you build a life, you have a mortgage, you have car payments, and things like that. um you know an entry level position might not get you where you want to be financially, so um I think that's definitely um, something to consider in that situation.
2: Mhm, well, in your experience because you're a recruiter, and I think that you almost have to look at candidates' resumes and backgrounds with an objective eye as if you were the civilian hiring manager because that's who you're trying to help them sell themselves to so in your opinion do you think that civilian hiring managers view that gap on the resume as still being a bad thing as well and then kind of piggybacking off of that um maybe potentially they don't focus in on that as much because they can tend to be a little bit confused by military background as well and maybe the military background would trump that or do you still think that that is an issue for a civilian hiring manager as well
1: Oh, I think I think it's definitely an issue. Um, and, you know, typically, you know, the job Bill lasts three years. If you go to school full time, um, you know, you'll finish that degree within three years. But then you have three years removed from, you know, whatever field you were in. So like for me as an electrician, if I go back and I want to get a degree in, uh, let's say, psychology, and then I want to go back to being an electrician they view that as basically three years of me not working. So I've lost, you know, mm-hmm. my, my edge as an electrician. I've, you know, I've lost some of the knowledge, I've lost some of the safety rules, things like that. Um, so yeah, the, the, the gap is definitely frowned upon. Um, it's not something that can't be overcome. And especially like for me as an electrician, if I went back and I got an electrical engineering degree, right, then I have a past experience as being a hands-on technician in that world. And now I have a higher, uh, deeper understanding of, you know, the same field. So I don't think that would hurt as much if you take a gap doing the same things uh, that you're already doing. And then a real big thing is: were you working while pursuing your degree? A lot of hiring managers care about that. They want to see, you know, uh, were you just pursuing, you know, college full time, taking it easy, or were you doing like internships, co-ops? Uh, did you have a job, you know, even if it's an entry-level job in your field while you are in college? Uh, things like that. So. Um, you know, being a barista at Starbucks is a great part-time job, but is it going to help your future career? Probably
2: not. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point because I think that that's something that, you know, regardless of military experience, people who tend to do well or at least get a head start when they finish school are people that have, you know, taken the steps to do those internships and show initiatives and things like that. yeah, school. I mean, it does, of course, take up a lot of your time. It's a big commitment. If you want to do well, you're going to be spending even more time. But a lot of people do even like what you were saying. So they'll pursue their degree while they're working. And yeah, that's, of course, a huge time commitment. And other parts of your life are going to have to take a back seat And it's just, it's something that you have to decide, is this important to me? Is this going to benefit my career? And is it worth it then to make those sacrifices so that I can do both at once?
1: So something else to discuss that's really kind of opening up a can of worms here is um, you know the the value of a bachelor's degree in 2019. There's so many people that have bachelor's degrees in one field or another, um, uh, so it really doesn't separate you as much as it might have 20 years ago. And along those lines, um, so many people were pursuing bachelor's degrees because you know colleges were uh, and employers were pushing it. Where a lot of employers in 2019, they they've kind of made it a soft requirement for that degree so if you have the the experience in the field you can show the skills you know that that degree would have taught you and things like that a lot of times um, you know it's harder to get the interview not meeting like their minimum criteria but once you're in the interview I know that a lot of employers will overlook you know the bachelor's degree requirement and I know for people like applying online and stuff it makes it harder for them but like when you use a recruiting agency like it, like us and we're the ones that are talking to the, the clients and you know we tell them like, no, this guy, this guy can definitely do this job without a bachelor's degree. Or this, this woman is, you know, has 20 years of experience in this field. Whereas, you know, the only, the only thing she doesn't meet is your, you know, your degree requirement, but 20 years of experience in lieu of a degree, uh, I'd say probably 99% of employers would rather have that.
2: And you bring up a really good point because before I got you on the hook to do this podcast, I kind of floated the idea around our office. And a lot of the recruiters, especially those that don't have degrees. They're like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares about a bachelor's degree anymore." And so, I do think that what you said is accurate in that it's not as valuable as it used to be. Now, a lot of times it is a prerequisite and if you're applying online, a lot of these um companies with their ATS, they'll have different forms and logic that might not even put your resume into the database for if you don't have that. That's kind of just like a bare minimum requirement. But at the same time, for anyone that has a bachelor's degree, it's, you know, kind of, do you really need it to do your job? I personally don't think that I needed my degree to be able to do my job. I think I could do my job just fine without it. And I think a lot of people feel that way, depending on what you're studying, right? So, of course, if you're going to be a doctor, you've got to go to med school, stuff like that. That's a no-brainer. But a lot right. of times, and if you're going to be a bachelor's yeah, if you're degree... Going
1: to be, I'm sorry, Megan, go ahead. Oh, go
2: ahead. No, I was going to say with a bachelor's degree, you spend, what, like the first two years of the time that you're studying on general topics, pretty much topics that you already learned in high school, but just more work intensive.
1: Yeah. Do not need any more American history classes.
2: (laughs) Exactly. So while it is a prerequisite and a lot of people think, okay, I have to get a degree if I even want to get my foot in the door. That's kind of the unfortunate reality that, yeah, that could be the case. But like you said, working with a recruiting firm, a lot of times you're able to overcome that, which is great because, you know, if someone, if you're coming out of the military and the military through the GI Bill is going to pay for your degree, then of course, if you've got the time and the desire to pursue it, then you definitely should. But at the same time, if you've already um, taken advantage of your GI Bill or if you planned on passing it down to your kids or whatever the case may be maybe you just don't have a desire to go to school. Really, again, whatever the case may be, I just think that you have to do what's right for you. And a lot of this, like I said at the beginning, I hate to leave there being such a gray area for this, but a lot of it does just depend.
1: Exactly. So pretty much, you know, wrapping things up here, our answer for whether to get a degree or not after the military is really case-by-case basis it's really you know what what are your financial obligations what are your family obligations what's your career outlook without the degree what's your career outlook with the degree you know what is your earning potential going to be when you finish that degree is it going to increase your earning potential is it going to stay the same is the degree worth it so really it's going to be situational for everyone uh, just to you know kind of help out the person who brought up this topic get me your resume, and I will help you because electrical engineers are needed everywhere in the country right now.
2: Yeah, definitely, and I'll send your information to him when I let him know that we're covering this topic, but Chris, just I have one more question for you just in terms of, you know, for veterans that are planning to get a degree, so maybe they disagree with what we've talked about here, and they decide that they, you know, want to jump into pursuing the degree, put the career on the back burner. Um, as we said, it depends not, One path is right for everyone else. It's not a one-size-fits-all thing. So if someone's listening and that is what they plan on doing, do you as a recruiter typically work with candidates like that? Like, is there anything that they can do to kind of stay relevant and in touch and to know um, whether that's networking, staying in touch with a recruiter like you, somebody else at Orion, just a recruiter in general? Do you have any tips for them, I guess, really just on how to kind of stay in the game and make sure that they're ready and available when they do graduate?
1: Um, So definitely probably six months before you graduate with that degree, I would go ahead and start looking for jobs in your field, right? A lot of employers will hire you, you know, a few months before you actually finish the degree. Obviously, it depends on what kind of, you know, uh, school schedule you have as well. Um, But then, you know, three months before you finish that degree, you should definitely be actively interviewing for things in that field. Definitely stay in touch with as many recruiters as you can. Have your LinkedIn active. Don't have like a generic headline on your LinkedIn. You know, put put a good summary on there of who you are, what your background is, and what you're looking for, so that when recruiters view your profile, you know they they know. Oh, you know, Chris Dove is really pursuing a career in project management. Uh, he's finishing up uh, a degree in electrical engineering and a project management certificate right now. You know, the, the easier you make it on uh, recruiters, whether they're uh, you know contingent recruiters like us or internal recruiters at the company. The easier you make it for them to to see what you bring to the table, the better off you're going to be. And then you've got to keep your skills relevant, right? So if I was to go back to school right now uh, for psychology, I would want at least to be able to keep my electrical skills relevant in case I need to fall back on that. So it's always good to keep a backup plan as well. So I would probably get, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, a job doing something, you know, as a residential electrician, maybe a part-time job uh, somewhere, you know, as a technician doing the same thing. Um, I'm actually dealing with a candidate right now. He stopped working in 2017. He got out of the military in 2015, worked for two years, decided to go back to school. He finished his degree now, but because of that two, two and a half year gap in his resume, it's been really hard getting him that initial interview.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, if you're currently in school, one of the great things is if you're not working with an Orion recruiter, at least Take advantage of the services that are available through your university. Pretty much any university that you're going to go to is going to have some sort of alumni career services network where you can talk to people who've graduated in the past. Maybe you talk to your professors, someone who has been instrumental um, or even like a mentor, someone who's been important to you while you've been studying or, you know, that you think could potentially help you out. You definitely want to hone in on your networking skills there. And we've got tons of podcasts about networking. So that's just another topic. For another time, but I would say that that's a big, a big piece of advice too. Is just if you're not going to reach out to a recruiter or work with a recruiter, then it might even be easier just to do the, you know, networking there, and hopefully that can get you something too. I know a lot of people that have gotten really great careers straight out of college by doing that.
1: Exactly, and then I, I actually that's how I ended up being a recruiter. I had applied for a recruiting position with Orion back in 2015. And they actually immediately uh, said no because I didn't have a bachelor's degree. And then, you know, as a company, um, you know, that bachelor's degree uh, requirement kind of went away as our, you know, we were seeing clients also do away with it. So, like I said, that hard requirement of a degree to be a recruiter here kind of went to the wayside and became more of a soft requirement. And I only got this position through networking. It was mostly via LinkedIn. Um, that's a great place to start. But also, um, you know, there's a lot of meetups, especially in big military cities like, you know, like a San Antonio, a San Diego, Atlanta, Norfolk, Seattle. They have like military networks and groups who actually have in-person networking events, things like that. So find whatever's going on in your area. Check out, you know, uh, the VFW, the Veteran Affairs. I know in Ohio, um, almost every town now has a VA, uh, like liaison office. Um, where veterans can go, then get a little ID card that says, hey, I'm a veteran. They can get resume services, you know, uh, temp, temp agency services, all kinds of, you know, good things. So use everything uh, that's at your disposal. There's so many resources out there now for veterans that don't limit yourself. Uh, you know, keep proactive on your job search. Keep using every uh, avenue available. And at the end of it, you should be okay.
2: Mm-hmm. And Orion starts working with transitioning service members. Um, well, in advance of your transition. So if it's something that you're listening to this and you're considering the possibility of pursuing a degree rather than a career, it never hurts to ask for your recruiter. What's, what's their opinion on this? So, Chris, if somebody asks you, Hey, I'm interested in pursuing a degree or a career in this field. Do I need a degree? And, you know, you're not going to have the black and white answer for every single company that's hiring for that role, but you'll know in general based on what you've seen over your years working at Orion is that type of career field typically something that someone would be more successful in finding a job more quickly if they had a degree? So, you know, when in doubt, if you're there and you're at that fork in the road, you just use your recruiter as a resource and it never hurts to ask those questions so that you know ahead of time and you're not just getting a degree for the sake of getting a degree.
1: Exactly. Do not get a degree just for the sake of getting a degree. Know what your return on your investment is going to be.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's a very good note to end it on. So, Chris, thank you very much for joining me. And again, thank you to Andre for the suggestion. Chris, I will connect you too. And hopefully you can get something figured out if you have not found a job already. But again, thank you very much. And I hope this was helpful to everyone else listening.
1: Absolutely, Megan. It was fun.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond. So make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.